Blog Talk Radio. Redskins fans, are you tired of the shill with no thrill? The hype of the believe that falls on deaf ears? Do you want a Redskins podcast where the hosts say, fuck your feelings? Then prepare yourself to be hit by a barrage of ghost hands that's stronger than RG3's knees. This is Burgundy Banter Unfiltered. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, whether you love somebody or hate everyone, prepare yourself for Keith and Brandon. is going on good morning good afternoon good evening to whenever time you decide to listen to our fucking podcast um guess what folks out there listening brandon's grandmother um guess who's back that's right you guys don't have to listen to me do podcasts my by myself and sound like a complete dumbass now i can sound like a dumbass with my boy brandon brandon what's going on welcome back thank you keith thank you keith sorry i had to uh take a little family time away there everything is going good glad to be back glad to be five and two win ugly win just win ugly baby Dan Snyder needs a cool fucking snack, uh, saying now because we can't hate him right now. Redskins fans cannot hate <laughs> Dan Snyder right now, and and that's fucking hell is officially frozen over in Redskins Nation. But what's up, everybody? Glad to be back. Let's get it. Hey man, so listen, we decided to hop on this podcast uh, because there was uh, there was some action going on in the NFL today uh, with uh, today being what the trade line uh, or the trade deadline, right? Uh, Four o'clock PM yep, yep. Was, was the end of it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yep. so um, you know I'm not a guru when it comes to uh, knowing dates and times and shit, but I was reading a little bit of Twitter today. Um, in fact, I stopped reading Twitter after a while once I started. Actually, it was after uh, the Eagles um, traded uh, with the Lions to pick up Tate uh, in what they gave up a third rounder. After that, I was just I was like, "Fuck it, the Redskins aren't going to do anything. They they never they never do anything like this." Uh, when was their last trade? I mean, was it the Champ Bailey Clinton Portis? Who knows? I don't know. But anyways, um, we traded I for Alex out Smith lot- earlier in the year. <laughs> oh, I'm not counting that. I'm not counting that. I'm talking mid uh, Well, okay, okay. yeah, whatever. All right. So, I got gotcha. um, gotcha. Yeah, so I was pretty irritated uh, when I saw that. And I, I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm logging out. Um, to my surprise, I get out of work, log back into the, the old Twitter, and uh, I saw that the Redskins made a move. So, Brandon, uh, you know, what do you think about this move uh, with uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix? Uh, big fan, big fan of the move. You know, first couple of things you'd look at when you see a move like this, you're thinking Redskins are like, all right, you know, we offered two first rounds for Chad Johnson. What would we offer to get this guy? You know? So you, you get a little hesitant anytime you hear Redskins trade, but I think the compensation was fair. Fourth round pick. 
Uh, one of the interesting things I heard about it was if he doesn't resign with us, we will get a compensatory pick as well. He's an Alabama guy, so who knows? Whatever guy is scouting Alabama right now for the Redskins, he must have major pull within the organization. Um, apparently, DJ Swearinger already has a pretty high, you know, uh, I guess you could say relationship, pretty high accountability. They swap jerseys, whatever that means nowadays. They swap jerseys after the game. And uh, I'm excited, man. Playmaker. Defense, 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 and more defense. Give me more. Yeah, I'm actually excited about this as well. Uh, I mean, when I saw it, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I remember uh, when he came out in the draft and, you know, him being a Bama guy, uh, you know, I heard that, you know, there was high regards with him. But, you know, I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch too many games, uh, you know, with this guy. So, I, I really can't talk on, uh, you know, his career and what he's done as a Packer. Um, but what I do know is, is he definitely helped solidify a position that uh, I feel that we were kind of uh, weakened, that, that we needed a little help on the defense. And today I believe the Redskins defense just got even better. I mean, uh, what, we were a top five defense, uh, you know, coming into this week, you know, can this acquisition, you know, uh, make us top three? You know, I don't really know. I can't, you know, answer to that. You know, you know me. I don't really uh, research research the facts. I'm just thinking that yeah, this, this is, is going to do it. This is going to allow us to be more flexible. You know, like you mentioned, you logged off when uh, the Eagles made that trade. You know, trades are going off in the division. Amari Cooper's coming into the division. Uh, the Eagles made that trade for Tate, you know. We didn't get a cornerback per se, so I guess it's not a you know move per move per se. Um, but this is going to be a chess piece for us. This is going to allow us to be more flexible, get better, faster guys on the field, and keep them there. Better rotation. I, I really, really like this move. Making a strong unit stronger. I have no problems with that, especially with what we gave up to get him. It, it's well, and I think that that's what the Redskins were looking at here. Now, who knows if they were in the picture at actually uh, picking up a receiver? Um, I know a lot of fans. Uh, when I was reading out in the Twitter world, you know, they were puzzled, confused as to you know why didn't we go after receivers? And who knows, we we might have. But I think the Redskins uh, looked at it as this is a position in need, and especially when you have two divisional opponents, you know, picking up, you know, one picking up Cooper and then the other one bringing in Tate. I mean, you can't deny the Eagles offense, especially the receiving core, um, definitely got stronger with their acquisition today. So I think the Redskins looked at it as this is a position in need and uh, we need it now to bolster up this defense to be even better than what they are. I agree with you. I mean, statistically, we're already a really good defense, man. We're like top – I think it's top eight, top ten in points. So, we're already a really good How defense. How surprised? We can add another – say that again? How surprised are you about the defense? <sighs> I'm more surprised that it's actually come to fruition, man. You know, we're actually getting the pieces in place to make our team identity be the defense. A lot of years we've talked about, hey, we need a better D, we need a better D, we need a better D. We have it, you know. It's here now. It's here now. It's, you know, it's not necessarily winning pretty. It's winning ugly. It's beating people up, winning close games. And uh, luckily our physicality has won out up to this point. 
Yeah, I mean, the only negative thing I can say, and I don't even think that it's really a negative thing uh, because I think that, you know, all teams get caught with this, but we seem, it feels like that in every game, uh, a team scores big on us uh, due to blown coverages. Um, That's the only, you know, concern that I have, but is that really even a real concern? Because like I said, I know all NFL teams, no defense plays perfect. I get that. Um, I'm just confused with sometimes when, when I see these blown coverages and, and these teams getting easy scores. I mean, it happened in the Saints game. It also happened in the Dallas game, too. I mean, we were up 20 to 10. We were controlling that game. And then all of a sudden, you know, we blew a coverage and let, you know, let the Cowboys get back in it. And so that's kind of where I'm hesitant to rate these guys, you know, even though I know stats are facts. But as a fan, I'm hesitant to rate them where they're currently at now only because it seems like every game that we've – well, I can't say every game, but a lot of games that we're in as Redskins fans, we can never we can never not finish the game. We can't walk out in the beginning of the fourth quarter and think that we've got this game won. Not that any fan should do that, but you understand my point. I mean, they keep us watching until the end. And sometimes I just want to walk out. Sometimes I want to walk out confident like we got the win. You know, maybe I'd want to go home early. You know, you wouldn't wouldn't walk out because you're a fan just like all of the rest of us. You wouldn't walk out. You're going to watch to the last minute. You're not going to walk out regardless of the score. You didn't walk out on the Saints game when Drew Brees was lighting our asses up. So you you knew the score on that one. You knew we were getting our ass kicked on that one. Um, Well, listen, listen, listen. You were there. I had to stay. I know, but I had to stay till the end because I had post-game press conferences or conference to attend. And even though I had the fucking pass, they kicked my ass out because I was a Redskins fan. They were afraid yeah, that I was going to heckle. They were afraid. It had I was nothing to heckle. do with you looking like an absolutely crazed man covered in burgundy and gold <laughs> showing up to the press conference, looking sour <laughs> as hell that your team just got mollywopped on national television. You thought they were going to let you show up? No, you showed up in a suit or something nice. <laughs> yeah, no. Man, hilarious. The guy definitely, listen, the guy definitely made the right decision, but um, I wouldn't have heckled. I wouldn't have heckled, but I was looking sour as fuck after that game. But oh, uh, anyway, so, so, so you know. So speak back to your point, I, I though, guess, Keith, before uh, I wanted to tell you, you know, one of the things that I – what my concern is, because you're talking about your concerns about this 5-2 and two record, we have kept it close. Every – our last three wins have been within – the biggest victory was, uh, I think, seven points this last week. So, you know, we're, we're winning one-point games. You know, we absolutely destroyed the Giants. We kicked their ass. If you watch the actual game, somehow we only won by seven points. So, yeah, you that's know, what killed we're, me. Yeah, that, that, I, that's, that's exactly I'm, I'm with you. That should have been a, a reverse Saints game. That should have been us destroying the Giants. I'm happy with the win to the listeners. I'm happy with the win. I'm not going to complain about a win. They're so few and far between in our history. I'm happy. But if, if you definitely want to see a little bit more. That third quarter, I think it's still going on where we got that third quarter. I think we have like a total of nine points in the third quarter, like all season. Something right. crazy. Some crazy stats. But, well, in yeah, that game you know, too. I mean, we controlled. Ones. In that game too, we, we we controlled time of possession, but we didn't have any points put on the board to show it. 
And that's the problem is uh, we're allowing teams to, you know, still stay in it. You know, the defense is doing their job, uh, but it seems like that, uh, you know, we all know that the offense has had struggles. And, and you know, that that's why I go back to this 5-2 and two record. I mean, yeah, as a fan, I'm excited. We're 5-2. and two. It, it could be worse. We could be 2-5. and five. Hell, we're used to that kind of record. You know, so to say 5-2, and two, the only thing that I'm questioning, Brandon, is, is it a real 5-2? and two? I mean, yes, it is, obviously, because we've won five games and we've lost two. But if you kind of do a comparison, and I could be off base here, you know, a little bit, but have we – is it just the luck of who was scheduled with us? Because I just feel like, all right, we played the Panthers, good defense, Chances are, you know, I don't remember. Uh, I don't think I picked us to beat. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. I don't think that I picked us to beat the Panthers. Um, but anyways, Panthers were a decent team. We came out with a win. We were high almighty when we beat Green Bay just because it's Aaron Rodgers. But the reality is, is the Packers defense wasn't great. Um, but I can't be salty to a win to that. A win is a win, and I get it. And then just got Molly Wops by the Saints. And I feel like that that our five and two record, it is what it is, but is it because of the way that we were scheduled? You know what I mean? Like I don't know if that makes any sense, but like we haven't played the Eagles yet. We haven't we haven't played teams that are are going to win their division except for the Saints. And you saw what the Saints did to us. You know what I mean? So I feel like well, the we Saints, have the Saints and the teams. Panthers are in the same division. The Saints and the Panthers are in the same division. And yeah. those are probably the best two teams that we played, and we split with yeah. them. Uh, those are probably the best just, two teams that we've played up to this point. I think those are the only ones that currently have winning records. But either way, the record is the record. Like you said, man, 5-2 and two is 5-2. and two. You know, 20 years from now, you're not going to remember to tell your grandkids, well, the reason we were 5-2 and two was because you're going to look true. it up on fucking Google. You're going to look it up on Google. The record's going to stand, and it is going to be what it is going to be. And that, that's why I tell people, hey, the record is the record is. I need myself some humble pie. You know, I was one of the people I was thinking we were going to be 2-5 and five by this point. And, you know, I was thinking Jay Gruden was going to be on the hot seat, which it seemed like he was there for a little bit which is weird now because we're in this place where everything's hunky-dory because we're 5-2. and two. But I don't know well, if this is the type then, of team that can handle 5-2. and two. That's my concern. I'm not, I'm well, not going to say the 5-2 and two isn't valid. I'm going to say we got to keep the gas pedal, you know, slammed to the floor here, and we got to step on people's throats when we can. But I haven't seen well, us do that, to your point, worth keeping it close. Right, and and I don't disagree with you at all on that. And like I said, I could take this five and two and be happy with it. Like I said, it could be worse. We could be two and five, right? So, yeah, of course, I'm happy with a five and two record. And you're right. This is not something I'm going to remember to tell my kids. Like, how did we get to five and two? That's just fan, you know. That's just me, you know, glass uh, half empty kind of guy. Um, that's kind of the way that I think. I guess that you know maybe I'm just looking at it like, is this legitimate? And I'm still hesitant. Uh, which is why I don't rah-rah, you know, first place. Dude, we're ha- half the season. Like, I, like, I'm done with that first place, second place, third place, because anything can change at any given point. I mean, four games from now, we could be talking about third place. You know what I mean? So, I don't I, – I, I just don't root for my team that way. 
I'm more of a results guy. We all are. We want, you know, great final results. Here's the problem that, I, that, that I'm seeing, though. And this happened when Kirk Cousins came in and, you know, overtook Griffin's job. And Kirk Cousins, you know, had a little bit of taste of success, um, you know, with stats and, and, and winning games. And uh, the, the fans just got, a, like, a false sense of security. It was almost like – it was almost like, uh, yeah, just be happy that we're winning. Be ha- Like, all right, that's fine and everything, but at the end of the day, it doesn't always turn out to be that way. I feel like Redskins fans, the fan base, especially from what I read on Twitter, I feel like we just enjoy setting ourselves up for failure, but I also feel like that we don't set the expectations very high for this team because I've seen people that are like, well, you know, that have been arguing points and we'll get into that here in a minute, but their, their rebuttal to their arguments are, uh, well, if we make the playoffs, it's better than what we did last year. Now come on. That, that, that's not enough for me. That's not enough for me as a fan. I don't want to die with my team not going, you know, and winning another Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't set expectations low like that. You know, if we're going to the playoffs, man, I want to have the best fucking team going into the playoffs. And right now I'm hesitant to even say that we're even close to being a really good team that can make it past, you know, uh, 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 you know, a first round or a second round, depending on how the seeds go. Like, I don't know if we could go in and match up against another good team and when, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm hesitant about. And, and really, Brandon, it has everything to do with the lack of production from our offense. Yeah, we got a run game. Thankfully, Adrian Peterson drank, drank some fucking uh, young juice, and the, the man is running the ball. I mean, you didn't like the acquisition, and look, it's kind nope. of turned around on us, you know. But, they're fine. No, they're uh, and I'll yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, and I'll let you speak on that because I know that you were against that pickup. And I didn't know how to feel about that pickup because he was at the, you know, tail end of his career as we thought. But with this scheme, it seems to be working for him, and we have a run game. But the issue that I'm having now is the lack of production with Alex Smith. And as much as I want to say right now that Alex Smith sucks, because ultimately overall my opinion about Alex Smith has not changed. I've always thought Alex Smith was a mediocre quarterback. He was terrible in San Francisco. He wasn't great in Kansas City up until last season. But look at who his running back was. You know, Kareem Hunt. You have Tyreek Hill. I mean, you're going to have success. It's going to happen at some point when you have the weapons around you. You've got to you change your expectations. you got to change right. your well, expectations, people, though. Okay, but so you my do because we're not going to have the pass. We're going to run with the pass. I mean, we're we're going to run. We're going to run with running the ball. That was a tongue twister, but we're going to run okay. with running the ball. That's the new identity. We're to me, if you're familiar with Mark Sanchez and the butt fumble guy with his path on when they were going to the playoffs every year, and teams didn't know how they were doing it because Mark Sanchez literally sucked balls. It was because of the run game. They had Ladanian Tomlinson at the back end of his career. They had a physical smash-mouth defense, and their offensive coordinator, I believe, was Bill Callahan, who is now our O-line coach. This team looks to me more like that Jets team that went on those runs with inept-ass Mark Sanchez, 
who they were like, please, God, just get anything out of Mark Sanchez and we can be dominant. This team kind of resembles that team to me. Sure, but they didn't win a Super Bowl. And so I look well, at it like they didn't I know what you there. mean. They, I mean, you know they, what I mean? Didn't, so it's like, they didn't get there. No, I got you. But, I mean, you're saying that if any team – you wouldn't want our team in the dance. I'm saying, you know, anybody can get knocked out if you use the boxing term, you know. So I, I, I understand both sides because I'm kind of torn, man. I'm torn, you know, if we get into the playoffs with what's considered a weak team, you know, I, I'm I, if we back in – where everyone else is really struggling in the division, which it kind of seems like that could be happening right now. Our division isn't as hot as everyone expected, which always seems to happen in the NFC East. It's the the toughest division to win ever, you know, week one. And then by week 16, it's kind of like, okay, well, we got two teams in the top picking in top 10. Um, right. So, I mean, I hope, I hope that we keep riding this trajectory. Um, I'm eating humble pie. You know, I projected seven wins and we're already here at five. So, I don't think we're going to collapse like that. So I'll be in my humble pie no. for my predictions. But Yeah, and I'll do the same because I predicted we we were going to go 7-9. and nine And clearly, you know, clearly we're going to be higher than that. But, you know, my argument is this, though. Like I said, I mean, it, true, defense wins championships. You know, people use that as rebuttal all the time. And it, it holds true. Um, so I'm okay you know, with that saying, but I also want to go in where we have an offensive scores and maybe I'm just old school. And the reason why I say that is because back in the Mark Rippin days, when we had Gary Clark, Art Monk, Ricky Sanders, right. I was used to that team airing it out. Not only did we have a de- decent defense, but you know, we, we could air Are you it talking out about the too. 91, the 91 Super Bowl team. Of course I am 14 and two record. You know that they oh, dominated, I mean, man. If that's they dominated your standard. Defense. If that's your standard that you're measuring, of course. I mean, of course, nothing's going to live up to that. That was like revolutionary at that time, and now this okay. whole era is revolutionary. I mean, how many but yards did Rippin put up? But is it though? Because this is a passing league, and that's one thing that Alex Smith isn't doing. He's not passing the ball, throwing six, is, seven yards. I'm going conspiracy theory on you. I know. I know Alex has struggled, and I'm not going to deny that. I was happy about the move simply because I figured he was going to limit turnovers. I thought he would be a little bit more effective than he's been to this point. Um, sure, and that's people's arguments but, right now, Brandon. That's, that's people's arguments is, is that um, we're 5-2, and two, all right, and it's okay because he limits turnovers. And I'm thinking, okay, sure, that's that's a big part of the game. Obviously, you turn the ball over. If you're like Kirk Cousins and you panic and you throw a turnover and, you know, or you throw an interception and they run it into the end zone and, you know, game's over, you know, because he's done that shit. You know, yeah, I would right. rather have an Alex Smith-type quarterback that's going to game manage and have less turnover. But I also, I also want to see – you know, we're, we're taking shots down the field and that could be, you know, Gruden not doing You know, not making those play calls because we just don't have the wide receivers that are capable of doing that. I'm not really sure right now. We know that our receiving court isn't all there. Um, I'm hearing rebuttals today of where people were like, well, we didn't really need to go get a receiver. We got Crowder coming back and we have Quinn. First of all, I don't even well, know. You know why everyone's the, everyone's Quinn. in love with, yeah, everyone's in love with all of our guys who are hurt. And, can, you know, know everyone loves Maurice Harris. Homeless. The guy's played in a few games, you know. I know. Well, I know they all love these guys because a lot of these fans are fucking homers. And, and, and that's fine. They rah-rah. That's fine. That's, that's the way they live their lives. I'm not going to, you know, hate them for that. But let's, at the end of the day, it's Trey Quinn. Don't act like Trey Quinn coming back is going to make a huge fucking difference to 
our wide receiving squad. I mean, that's the most ridiculous I, I fucking that thing that I've read matter. today. I think right. the wide and receiving like, core no, doesn't matter. This is my theory, Keith. Hear out my conspiracy theory, okay? Maybe Jay Gruden is a little bit smarter than even I've been giving him credit for. Maybe he's zigging when everyone else is zagging. The trend in the NFL is these cover linebackers, these faster, smaller defensive linemen. Maybe he's saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to bring the trend back to power smash mouth. I'm just going to let my big guys beat up your little guys. Yeah, you might be faster. You might be faster than Adrian, old-ass Adrian Peterson, but they'll run you over because he's still a huge human being who can run fast enough to do the job. Can Adrian, so I can think, Adrian Peterson last all season like that, though? No. I don't think he can, but they are using him more effectively. They're using him the right way now. They're getting okay. him single back. They're letting him get ahead of steam. He's still a big body. He still takes great care of himself. I'm eating micro because I thought they were going to ask him to do a bunch of different things that they rarely ask him to do as far as zone reads, you know, stretch plays, zone, stuff like that. He still does it. He still gets some success out of that. They sprinkle it in. According to John Keane, they sprinkle it in still to keep the people guessing. My thing is, hey, if he's good at one or two things, let's keep him doing those one or two things. But – I'm eating my crow on that, too, because I was against that sign because I didn't think he'd be a good fit, but they've changed the offense enough to be, you know, versatile enough to really incorporate him, and now we're a top, you know, top 10 rushing team, and number two in time of possession, Keith. You want to know how we're winning games? Time of possession, man. That's, that's oh, what I, I think know, the secret sauce is. Well, time of possession is always a big deal, but what bothers me is when we control time of possession, we still – uh, we're still allowing teams to stay in it. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, this Giants game, we control time of possession with that one. There's no reason why the Giants should have. Should have we, we just weren't we weren't scoring seven, man. I'm sorry, but if we hit the red zone twice, you know, we hit the red zone twice, we need seven. Three is just not going – three is just letting yeah. teams – stay in it and that, and that's you know always been that's been our issue for a long time but let me ask you this Brandon quick theory before we get going here quick theory didn't get hurt is guys as or more successful than what we're getting out of uh AP right now guys I think would be more successful because AP is just barely being utilized now as a receiver I think guys would have presented that threat all season long all right, that's fair. That's fair. I was just, you know, interested because, you know, when, when guys comes back, you know, next season, you know, what do we do? But I guess those are questions to be answered when that happens. Uh, one, last, one last thought, though, um, you know, like I said, uh, coming in, I'm just telling you right now, I know that, you know, we bolted up our defense, but I'm not going to accept, well, Alex Smith is only seven games in. He's going to have – you know, he's going to gel together. Jay's scheme is complicated. It's a lot to learn. Like, I'm not expecting my man to throw 350 yards, three scores every game. But what I am expecting is that when he does get the play call to go deep, that he actually throws the fucking ball near wide receivers. That's all I'm asking. You know what I mean? Like, give your receiver a chance. I mean, I don't know if people paid attention to that Giants game, but he was off. And I he was off, but not he, a couple. There was a couple of deep shots that got called on penalties. You know, there's All a right. few. There was that one shot to Richardson. I think what was it, a 45 yard penalty? 
Now, you know, right. this, it's a whole different argument if that's a, I'm not going to say that if, that penalty would have completed, negated it, or not. Who knows? Richardson could have dropped it. So I'm not going to say that. But I will say there's right. been two or three times where there's been some chunk penalties, if you will. And I'm not trying to give them some BS, you know, hey, look at this Fugazi over here, this made-up straw man argument to give him any more props. He needs to be better, plain and simple. But, uh, you know, it's a 53-man 53-man game, and luckily the guys around him have supported him to the point where we haven't needed to rely on a three-touchdown performance, or we haven't, well, I mean, the Saints game, if he had three TDs, that would have been sweet, but um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? We haven't had to have that shootout come from behind victory that we were used to with Kirk, and I'm not going to give the Kirkistanis any um, ammo saying we didn't have a defense. But just the time of possession alone is what I'll refer to. Just the fact that we have this kind of time of possession is unheard of in Redskins Nation. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. And like I said, I'm going to remain patient. Um, I know it's a little crazy with the whole Alex Smith sock, but honestly, my opinion was is I felt like we should have uh, controlled that entire Giants game and put up big points, and I was disappointed that we didn't. But you know, like I said, I'm going to ride this one out. Um, I'm happy with the 5-2 and two record. I know you are, too, as well. Real quick before we head out, Brandon, uh, what's your uh, prediction against Atlanta this week? Oh, man. You know, this is going to be a tough one. Atlanta is a matchup, kind of a matchup nightmare. But I think since they're letting Jano travel right now, it looks like, if they let Jano travel on Julio – I think we might be able to squeeze this one out. I believe Devontae Freeman is out, so it's just Tevin Coleman and Julio are the main weapons. And I think we'll be able to get enough pressure on Matty Ice. He's one of the lesser mobile top-tier quarterbacks, I guess you could say. A lot of the guys above him have better wheels than he does. But uh, Brandon, I think we can win this one. Yeah. All right, bro. Uh, I'm taking a loss on this one, but we got to roll. Yeah, 20, 24, 27, bud.